You need to rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. We want to pray, Lord, help me to be faithful. That's the whole prayer. Help me to be faithful. Help me to pass, to pass the test of loyalty, the test of distance, the test of time. Hallelujah. The various tests, testings that loyalty brings. The causes of this loyalty, erratic personality, financial reasons, missing God's direction. What we are praying is that, Lord, you know, 1 Corinthians 15, 58, which says that, let's read it quickly. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It talks about how we need to be steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. So to be steadfast, to be faithful is also to be steadfast, to remain on course, regardless of the positions and regardless of the various things that will want to take you away or want to remove you from the place that God has placed you. So just for a few minutes, we're just going to lift up our voice and pray, Lord, grant me the grace to be faithful. Grant me the grace to be faithful to you, first of all. Grant me the grace to be faithful to the pastor and the ministry that you have given me. Grant me the grace to be faithful to my shepherd in the name of Jesus. Help me to pass the various tests of loyalty in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice tonight and begin to pray for yourself. This prayer is going to save you one day. In the day, Bible says that if your strength fails in the day of adversity, then how little is your strength? Which means that everybody is going to have his time of testing. Everybody is going to have his period. The time when you are going to be tested, your loyalty is going to be tested. Your faithfulness is going to be tested. But if you fail in that day, then it means that you were never rooted. You, were never, you never understood the subject of loyalty. I want you to lift up your voice this evening and pray for yourself. Pray for yourself this evening. Ask the Lord, my God, Father, help me. In the name of Jesus, is that unmovable, always abounding, unmovable, unmovable, always abounding, always abounding. That is what loyalty does. That is what faithfulness does. Unmovable, always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord. Help me to, Lord, to be steadfast, to be unmovable in the name of Jesus. No matter what, no matter what comes against me. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the challenges are, Lord, in the name of Jesus, may I pass the test of distance, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Lift up your voice this evening and begin to pray. Grant me the grace to be faithful, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I kozepe aloria shete pazele rampazolo rampazolo mayanta zakiane resho tade branto zaki as you are praying for yourself, you are praying for your future as well. As you are praying for yourself, you are praying for stability. As you are praying for yourself, you are praying that, Lord, in the day of adversity, may I survive in the name of Jesus. Grant me the grace to be steadfast. Grant me the grace not to lose my focus, not to fall by the wayside, not to fall by the wayside, but continue my walk with you, continue my 
my journey with you. Continue the ministry. Continue the ministry. Pray for yourself this evening and ask the Lord, grant me the grace to be faithful in the name of Jesus. Faithful to you. Faithful to the message. Faithful to the ministry. Faithful to what you have called us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Faithful to my calling. said, you have been a good and you have been a faithful servant. You have been a good and you have been a loyal servant. You have been a good and you have been a trustworthy servant. You have been a good. It said, be, you have been a good and a faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Good and faithful. Good and faithful. Pray. Ask the Lord, help me. Grant me the grace to Lord to be a good and a faithful servant. To be a good and a loyal assistant. To be a good and a loyal assistant. Any tendencies of the devil. Any tendencies tendencies of the devil in me that is in me jesus said the prince of this world coming but he has nothing he has nothing in me pray for yourself this evening and lord any tendencies oh lord anything that a devil has within me anything that will cause me lord to be disloyal take it away from me grant me the grace oh lord to remain faithful grant me the grace to remain loyal to remain steadfast in the mighty name of jesus lift up your voice and decide to pray in a mighty in the name of Jesus, Zoma Yama Labazoye, Russia Pelian Dalamon Sebe, Ekatalema Zemira Malaria Sopaya. This loyalty takes you away from your place. Remember, Jesus it said, When Judas betrayed, he said, Let another, let another person take his bishopric. If you don't pray for loyalty, if you don't pray for loyalty, if you don't pray to be faithful, another person will take your place. Another person will take your calling. Another person will take the place that you have to put, your seat that you have, you have to sit on. Someone else will run with your ministry. So God will give someone else the grace. You're praying tonight and you're praying for yourself. Lord, grant me the grace to be steadfast. Grant me the grace to be unmoved. Grant me the grace, O oh Lord, to last long. Grant me the grace, O oh Lord, to be faithful to the fathers, to be faithful to the message, to be faithful to you personally, O oh God, to be faithful to the to the ta- to the pastors, the teachers that you have given me, to be faithful, O oh God, to be a good and a faithful son, to be a good and a faithful steward. Lift up your voice tonight. I can't hear you pray. Lift up your voice tonight and let us begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Zemayana. Roche Pelianta Zakilian Dolorosia, Remayenda Lacazoi in Alebrantayale, Rezolaya, 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 Payenda Lacazoi, Rentatelia Takapaya, Laria Zomaraba, In Catale Mazele, Bayelia Zana, Ashemene, Hashemene, Mayanosa, Ifalos, Emini, Shadebrandelia, Icazayenda Laria Zapa, Rea, 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 Paconde, 
Ima lo zemene mi anto zaye. Repay laria sopasha davaye. Inda la zemene yemezonaya zemenaya. Repay endele lio zabaye laria zabah. Inka tale mazania. Rababa bariandele brandele lio zabah. Ika laria zanele ande mazama. Rempale rempale makabale zayalianda. Ramane mukapaya. Ika tale andele lio zaperaba. We are praying, oh Lord, help me, my God. As I'm hearing the messages, oh Lord, may I be healed. They said they came to hear and to be healed. As I'm hearing the messages of loyalty, as I'm hearing the teachings about this loyalty, Lord, heal me, oh God. Heal me of every tendencies, every disloyal tendencies. Heal me of everything, oh Lord, that is going to take me away from you, away from the church, away from my strength away from the place and the seat that you have given me it said they came to hear and to be healed they came to hear and to be healed this evening I pray pray for yourself Lord as I'm hearing your oh Lord may I be healed O oh Lord as I'm hearing may I be converted O oh Lord as I'm hearing may I be healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth O oh Lord I pray every tendencies of this loyalty in me Jesus said one of you is the devil Jesus said, one of you is a devil. One of you is a devil. Tonight you are praying for yourself, Lord. Ah, by an may I be healed, O oh God, of every tendencies, of every evil tendencies, O oh Lord, of every evil tendencies, of the things that will cost me, the things that will cost me, the things that will cost me. Mayenda, ikapane, mayeneriosa, isayenta, zekadayelerio, zabaya, ikapamonemene, monemeneada. Ikobaile inkataya azele zele 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 zeyana rema inkapaya lariyosoba ikapani mosaba inzimini antagazoye libranto lolobaza ifalo zeni mahaye lariyosaba rabayene 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 roma inliyosoba lariyosaka ifale zanisha dabaye. Ramayende Zabaya Pankodaya Rapayendo Lolobosati Katayane Ramayenda Zayalaria Saba Ikataba Lonzebele 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 Lord heal me O God of every of every evil tendency so Lord of the tendency to becoming a devil of the tendency to becoming a rebellious pastor a rebellious assistant Lord heal me of that tendency O Lord take away everything that will cost me oh lord to become a rebellious son a rebellious child a rebellious pastor a rebellious assistant pray for yourself may i survive in those days oh lord jesus said peter i have prayed for you prayer helps you to survive they said i have prayed for you so that when you are strengthened when thou art strengthened when thou art strengthened prayer helps you to be strengthened tonight as you are praying you are strengthening yourself tonight as you are praying you are strengthening yourself against this loyalty you are strengthening yourself against the tendencies that is able to cause you to backslide in the name of jesus lift up your voice continue praying rabbi anymore should it by your hand in any else aha version so that we can read a bit of english this is english but it's another english we want to read zulu english 
that we can understand. Among whom we all at one time were living in the pleasures of our sin or our flesh, the pleasures of our flesh. Ordain good works. Works that when he looks at, he will smile. Works that when he, he sees us walking in it, he will be happy. Good works that he has ordained before that we should walk in. Now, the reason why I am going to share this book with you or touch on it for a while is because most of us, what is standing between us and what God has ordained for us is a mountain of excuses. It's a mountain of excuses. As pastors, I mean, the pastoral work is to overcome excuses. Yeah, the pastoral work is to overcome excuses. And your life, walking in the good works which God had before ordained that you should walk in, would, would hinge on your ability to overcome excuses. Will hinge on your ability to overcome excuses. There is always and there would always be a reason why you cannot do what you are supposed to do. There would always be a reason why you cannot do what you are supposed to do. Now, if you are not a person of anakazo, you would accept the limitation of the excuses. I said you would accept the limitation of excuses. You know, recently we were talking amongst us as leaders of our church, I mean, a, a small group of people, and they were presenting, I think there was something about people who come first time and don't want to come again. And one of the reasons was that we take too long. Or when the bus, I mean, it takes a while for the, they get home a bit late or they get back to school a bit late. And for whatever reason, the people I'm working with are happy to accept the excuse. So I said to them, you see, and I, I, I realized that my leaders that I'm working with, the only work that I have to do in them is to take excuses out of their mind. Their minds accept excuses. So I said, ah, I asked, how much would it cost you to, for an Uber from church to the school street? It's a hundred rands. I said, listen, I'll give hundred rands for four people to go early so that next time they can come to church. After two, three times, they themselves, when they have heard the message, they will, they will even wait or pay themselves. But you see, what is happening is that I realize a lot of us accept excuses. We accept it. So we don't, it's almost like 
We don't make an effort to overcome it. But you see, the fact that you have something good to offer and the fact that the people can see that what you are offering is good doesn't mean they will come for it. Because Satan is always talking them out of good things. I mean, as you are coming to church, there is far more. Or as you are in Christ, there's far more that you can get being in Christ. But Satan will talk you out of it. I said, Satan would always talk you out. That's why not many people rise up to the level of Christianity where they ought to be. That, that's why many people, you see, someone say, we are all not called to be pastors, but we are, you see, it's not, it's not about being a pastor. It's not about being a pastor. You don't have to be a pastor for the Holy Spirit to work in you. The Holy Spirit is not, is not meant for only pastors. The Holy Spirit is meant for ordinary Christians. Because without the Holy Spirit, you can't be a good Christian. The Holy Spirit is a promise of God to all who will believe in Christ. How, to what extent, the power of the Holy Spirit manifests in your life is determined by you. I said it's determined by you. It's not determined by God in the in quote. It's determined by you. Oh yes, it's determined by you. Because the more communion you have with the Holy Spirit, the more you hear his voice, the more you know him when he's working and moving, the more when he speaks you hear. And the more you are likely to obey. It, it, it all depends on you. How well I speak Zulu, it doesn't depend on the Zulu king. It depends on me. Oh, yes, it depends on me. Not, the, not, not on the Zulu king. Not the custodian of the language. No, it depends on me. So if I don't speak, it's because I have not made the required effort that grants me the ability to speak. And in the same way, you see, the power of God is available to accomplish so much through your life. Whether, I mean, to what extent it happens depends on you. And how much excuses you accept. Because there's always a reason why you cannot be here. There's always a reason why you cannot be here. There's always a reason why you cannot read your Bible. There's always a reason why you cannot pray. The reasons are there in abundance. But you see, with Anakazo, you would overcome every reason. With Anakazo, with Anakazo attitude, with an Anakazo mindset, a mindset that compels, a mindset that says whatever I, want, I need to do, it must happen. You will do it. One day I was talking to my wife and I don't know what I said. And she said, oh, you, it's because you don't want to do it. That is why you are telling me what you are telling me. Because if it is a you that I know, 
That's what my wife told me. He said, if it is a you that I know, you will do anything you want to do. It is because you don't want to do it. That's why you are advancing. And when I looked, I realized that it's true. The things I don't want to do, I will make an excuse. Yes. And, things, and most of us, because of the lack of an akazo in us, excuses stand between us and the good works that is ordained of God for our lives. I didn't say it. He said, for we, 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 the people who are born again, the people who are saved by grace and not of works, It says, we created in Christ Jesus, created, born again in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I want to walk in the good works which God hath before ordained that I should walk in. I want to walk in it. And I'm making every effort to work in it. I don't know about you. I said, I don't know about you. It's a very small book. I said, it's a very small book. Among all the books, the thinnest, the lightest, but it is the book that you and me in particular need. Amen. Amen. Anakazo, Luke chapter 14. Says, you see, you, you hear Jesus speaking or giving a parable that a certain man prepared a great supper Luke chapter 14, please. Are you there? I think verse 16. I can't see well, so. Let me. Verse 16, yeah. Then said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. Somebody has cooked. You have not cooked. Just get your, get, get, bring your body to come and enjoy the food. You didn't have to die on the cross. Somebody has died on the cross. I said, you didn't have to die on the cross for your sins. Somebody has died on the cross for your sins. And you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. 
You didn't have to create a power. The power of the Holy Spirit is being made available. Just enjoy, walk in it so that you have a good life. That too, you have an excuse. As the person sitting by you, what is your excuse? You see, what I'm saying to you now may sound like a joke, but wait until you get to heaven and discover what your life missed on earth. Then you will say, I want to go back. And they will say, you can't go back. Do you know how to sing that song? I don't want to say, I want to go back. Either song, you don't know. Okay. As the Bible says, and they all with one consent. I don't know whether they had a pre-invitation meeting or pre-party meeting. And they all with one concept began to make excuse. They were on the same WhatsApp group. Okay. They first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. Sounds good, isn't it? It just happened that your party time coincides with an important family responsibility. You know, I need to make sure that the land that I've bought, I, it, I secure it and sort it out. Just as sometimes many of our church meeting times coincide with other important meeting times of yours in your bed. <laughs> I mean, you are like, remember who collapsed in his bed? <laughs> Now, you see, they all began with one consent to make an excuse. The first said, I have bought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. I'm sorry I can't come for this meeting this evening. You know, I've just come back from work and I have some presentations to do in the morning. So I must sleep and wake up fresh so that in the morning I can make the presentation. You see, when I go for this meeting, I'll come back late and tomorrow I have an early morning. I need to be fresh. Keep on being fresh. <laughs> then another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And then another said, I have married a wife. I need to entertain her. Do you get it? So, I cannot come. The servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his son, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring hither the poor the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou commanded, and yet there is room. The next verse. And the Lord said, go unto the highways and the hedges and 
compel them to come. You see, so the master of the house understood the different level of forces that must be applied. The first group, he said, just go to the poor, the halt, and the main. They are not far from me. They'll come. But those on the highways and in the hedges, you need to compel them. The word compel is the word anakazo. It's a Greek word, which means to necessitate. In other words, to make it necessary for the person to come. To, to insist. To make sure to, to get the person to understand that there's no reason why they cannot come. Now, you see, if in your the good works that God has created for you to walk in, if in you as a person you accept excuses you will never walk in the good works because you see you are in the world you are in the world and God or Jesus said the gates of hell would want to fight against the building of his church which is you and me we are the building blocks of the church that Christ said I will build and the gates of hell shall not We are the building blocks. And therefore, with the, where we are, Satan will always resist every good plan and purpose that God has for our lives. And unless you, as a person, reject excuses in your mind, the people that your life must be a blessing to would always limit that goodness, good works of your life with excuses. You see, if your mind accepts an excuse, that is when, when it is given to you, it sounds reasonable. You see, as soon as we were having a meeting, as soon as they started talking, and you see, as they were talking, I was sitting there look, looking at them quietly. Sometimes I allow them to talk and have a discussion. And he said, oh, no, you see, because they said we take too long, blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, taking too long is not a problem. We are not going to take too short or we are not going to do a short service because of people who say we take too long. As for the long service, we need it. It's not like we are wasting time. We need it. We need it. But if there are other times we can cut out so that we don't delay them, these are the things. Let's just Uber them to go. Let's just Uber them to go. You bring 20 rand, I bring 20 rand, we are five. We pay 100 rand, we send them away. So that next time they can come. Yeah, but you see, you are, you are, you are going to start, uh, you see, the bus delays. and by the time, Of course, the bus would delay because it's a bus. It's not, a, it's not a saloon car that will move quickly. It's a bus. Even if a car sets off and a bus sets off, the bus will get there later. Because it's a bus. So, unless you, are, you, you accept that, yeah, you see, because, so it's like they are not coming, therefore they are justified. Of course. You will not help them. But you see, one day they will be grateful to you that with your anacazo mind, 
You overcame their excuses. But you see, you cannot, and I'm emphasizing this, you cannot walk in an, an acaso towards somebody if you yourself don't walk in an acaso towards yourself. What is required of your life that you are not doing it based on excuses? Most of us are full of excuses why we can't read. Most of us are a school of excuses why we can't buy books that can help us. And this morning, I gave a way where you can buy. Three, four people come together. 300, 300, 300, whatever the price is. You just buy and you share it. The books you, you, you use at school that you get from the library, it's not yours. You return it. It's the information. So if three of you, if for now you don't have money, but three of you can come together and buy 60 books. You create a library. You get a notebook. Anybody who takes it, you sign. And then when you bring it back, you write it down. So that we know who has what. Why are you trying to tell me that? You see, Bishop, you, you have money. That's why you can buy all these books. Me, we, we don't have money. All I have is 400 runs. 400 runs. Look for another person who is just like you. You add, add up. Before you realize, you have a, and you have the books to read them. Bishop, you see, because I'm in school, I mean, I can't read. I don't have much time to read. Really? If you are in school and you can't read Christian literature, do you think when you finish school, you read Christian literature? Well, all your work you are doing now is to read. And you are not able to read books. Do you think when you finish school, when your brain is getting stale, you will read? But who says that you must read everything at a go. Who says so? I said, who says so? Yeah, so read what you can, when you can. So before you fall asleep, you can take the book, even if you read one page. Yeah, because for all you know, you in particular, it's just the second paragraph of page one. That is all you need to set you going. says you need all the chapters in the book. I said, hey, Bishop, this book. Bishop, really? This book, ish. And there are no pictures. Listen. Where you are in your life, are you with me? You don't need all the pages and all the chapters at a go. Do you get it? For all you know, you discover that you just need, you see, like the chapter, familiarity is a leadership emergency. Deal with it urgently. You, I mean, you don't have anybody you are leading per se. So that one, you can leave it till later. And you see, it's not, the book is not an exam material that you must finish the syllabus. 
you know, the chapter you need is the chapter that talks about habits. Because now, where you are, you need to create, you need to learn to know the importance of habits and learn how to create a habit or how to do something so that it becomes a habit. And that is all you need. That is all you need. Just a habit creation. And that is all that this book has to offer you for now. For now. And you are saying that, hey, Bishop, the book is big. Who says you are supposed to read all at once? But you see, you, your mind accepts excuse. And therefore, when Satan brings an excuse, you, won't, you have accepted it and you are presenting it to me. Reject excuses. I said reject excuses. By applying an akazo, you force yourself to do what is good. I said you force yourself to do what is good. Because what stands between you and the good works that God has ordained that you should walk in is a mountain of excuses. The same person, you are married, yet you can do a PhD. Meanwhile, you can't do your quiet time. Uh, do you have people doing PhDs here? Because in Joburg, you have a lot of them. They've left the church. Ah. Yeah. In Joburg, you have people. They can't, they can't read, in, they don't have time to read any Christian literature. But they have time to do a PhD. And they have children. And husbands. And job. You see, all of these are dependents. The children are drawing from you. The job is drawing from you. The husband is drawing from you. But the same person will write. You see, you see when somebody is doing a PhD, I, I feel that the person is greedy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't do a PhD. It's, it's just, and I'm not saying what the Bible says. I say, I feel that is greedy. You've done first degree. You've done second degree. You want to do a third degree. Ah! I mean, I'm not saying don't do it, but I feel that you are greedy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great. So listen. Thank you. You need to apply an akazo to yourself in order for you to walk in the good works that God has ordained that you should walk in. Hallelujah. Because there's always a reason. There's always a reason. I remember when some years ago, when Bishop Saki told me about playing golf, (laughs) I explained to him that I need to look after my mother. I mean, you, you 
look at this. Play golf for your own health. Because, I mean, as a person who is up and down working, you don't have regular time to do any exercise. Secondly, your work is very stressful. Because you are working as a doctor, you are pastoring the people. So you need to play golf. To relax you and to distress you. You are advancing the reason why you are looking after your mother. What has looking after your mother? You see, you just don't want to do it. I mean, come to think about it. You know, some of the excuses we give why we are not doing what God has ordained that we should walk in. When we get to heaven and it's brought up, we will, we will ask ourselves, what were we thinking? Because when I decided to play, I still was looking after my mother. I mean, it's not like when I started to play, or it was after my mother died that I learned I now had time. I was still looking after my mother. But you see, the mind says, I don't have time. I don't do this. I don't do this. So you see, the mind had accepted the excuse that I cannot, it's not for me. The mind has accepted the excuse. And, and you see, it is Satan that when a good advice is given, he will want you to give an excuse not to take it. Because the only thing I can see that in the years that I've been playing, the only thing I can see is that I am healthier than even people that I'm 20 years older than. Bishop, I walk, I call the guys, let's go, because they are not playing. I've tried that, they, are, they don't mind me. So I said, don't worry, I don't have a problem. Golf is a, very, it's a game you can play alone. So you don't want to play me, I'll play. I'm playing. Walk with me as I talk to you and have meetings with you. If that's what you want, I'll do it for you. You walk with them the first nine holes. Will, <laughs> I have not quoted a verse. Which verse are you looking at? Will, <laughs> which verse are you looking at? I played we were supposed to I paid for 18 holes to play for 18 holes this man I walked with him 9 holes and he made I had to stop the game because he, he, he couldn't he, he, I can see that if I don't take care I will call an ambulance and this time he will not collapse in bed but he will collapse on the course It is something that was being recommended to me to stay healthy. I'm giving an excuse that I'm looking after my mother.
What evil is it doing to me? Because I'm older than him quite by, I mean, a lot of numbers. A lot. And he's not the only one. Almost all. You are, you are keeping quiet. Almost all of them. Because that's, you see, I try to have fellowship with them. I've tried to get them to play and exercise. They can't. When you walk nine holes with them, they, they, they'll be panting. Even younger ones, they'll be panting. But you see, I'm trying to explain to you what excuses does to you. And that is why you need to meditate on this book. Read it and think through. I said read it and think through. To overcome the mountain of excuses that is preventing your life from being what God has ordained it to be. Hallelujah. God bless you.